0: Today on The Topping Show, Shani Willis admits financial crime under oath, Tucker Carlson on Lindsey Graham pushing Ukraine bill, women shoplifting in California goes viral, toast to lay off 10% of workers, Ford CEO Jim Farley claims their pro line is the future and to forget about things like Tesla, and Lyft has a $2 billion typo error. All of that and much more on The Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is proudly sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value added reseller and services company with a special precision in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice because I say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's the joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February. So, if you click that button and tell your friends, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business problem podcast, you have Toast. Until they have ten percent of their employees, their revenue is up, but they're still in a little bit of a sticky situation. Now, Toast is perhaps one of the best examples of marketing in terms of a company name. They are one of the becoming one of the most well-known payment processing company in the food industry. So, if you go, especially go to a local mom and pop shop or a smaller restaurant where it's not like a national chain like McDonald's or Burger King or Starbucks. If you go in there, you'll actually see a little device that they usually hold. Next time you are looking at it, when you put your credit card, look and see if the logo is. More often than not, it is of, and the logo is perfect, the logo is in fact of a bread of toast. And it does the exact same, Most well, some might argue it does it better than companies like Visa, MasterCard, and those processing machines and companies, but they are a payment processing company. Now, in terms of the correlation between them laying off 10% of employees, correlating to the number of end users, or in this case the number of employees being laid off, Unfortunately, it looks like specifically about 550 employees will be let go because the company is struggling. Now, thankfully, in terms of the industry, I think the industry is well, obviously there seem to be endless opportunities with pay, uh, payment um, financial companies. So hopefully they are able to find a new place of employment shortly with their skill sets. So hopefully they won't be employed too long from this instance. Now, this is reported by Jordan Savet over at CNBC, and they're noting that the growth rate is going down a little bit. And... Interestingly enough, they said that it would lay off 550 employees, resulting in 45 to 55 million charges, mostly in the first quarter. Now, the maker of restaurant software reported better than expected results, but continued to slow growth after the acceleration in 2021, when there's a huge boom in the restaurant industry because of the government-forced shutdowns and mandates. They had again, mentally vacuous in many ways. They would also say, if you own a restaurant, you can operate if you just put people outside. So, again, traditionally, a lot of the restaurants would have the, the little terminal where you put your credit card in at the front or the back of the store. And then with outside, you want to be more mobile, be more quick and efficient. These machines helped out, since, again, they also have a hardware device accompanying the software, and the, stu- the waitress could just take it up and she could just give you this little machine that's maybe the thickness and size of maybe four iPhones, so to say. And, yes, Americans will use anything except the metric system, for the record. Now, it looks like breaking down some of the other statistics, they note that The earnings per share for the company have a loss of $0.07 per share versus the loss of $0.11 per share as expected. Now, some of those things were just like when Amazon started, they lost a lot of money, but they had a lot of revenue for many years. Now, their revenue is a lot more than I thought, actually. The revenue came in at $1.04 billion versus the expected $1.02 billion. They know that the total revenues increased almost 35% year over year during the fiscal quarter, according to the statement. The net loss, however, of 36 million, narrowed from the 99 million in year ago quarter. So, rudimentarily speaking, or simply put, last fiscal quarter, Q4, they lost 99 million. This time, fiscal Q4, you know, last quarter, they only lost 36 million. So, again, they're moving in the right direction, but again, they're still losing money. Now, it looks like, let's actually do a quick summary of their stock and see what this fluctuation has been like. Again, none of this is financial advice or anything like that. Truth be told, in terms of gambling and investments, I can't help but think the best investment is kind of cliche to say, but invest in yourself. Start a tra- learn a new craft or trade or start a business. Sure, it's risky, but I would say it's, well, obviously I'm I own a couple of companies, but it is highly rewarding and fascinating and to say the least. Now, Toast, their stock is actually $22.14 per share. Granted, by the time this video is rendered and actually uploaded to the internets, it'll be fluctuated because again, it's a stock market. Now, in terms of the zooming out, the five year, yeah, the five year trend. Again, it's another, another thing with IPOs, they, not all the time, but I mean, a lot of tech companies specifically, they seem to do an IPO, go up and crash, and then years later, they'll grow up and continue over time. Now, in this case, they are, they're trying to still recover. So the past five year trend, their stock is down 60.24%, which is pretty bad to say the least. A lot of value just erased seemingly well not overnight, five years though. If you a wise man once said, if you don't take the time to sit and notice the roses or smell the roses, time of fly or something like that. And again, going to the one year trend is actually up ten point three eight three percent. Now, past six months they're down not a lot, but down by four point eight percent. And past month, geez at least I mean, hindsight really is twenty twenty with investing. Of course, granted, I wish I bought the stock like everyone did, you know. But in the past month, it's up 28.18%. So that's really good. So, and then past, last week is up 14.3%. So it's again, it's going in the right direction. and It looks like kind of give you a number, give you a high-level scope of the organization in terms of size. They have 4,500 employees as of 2022. Revenue of, kind of 2022 is 2.473 billion. So it'd be interesting to see the. They also know that they. It's these cuts come weeks after Amman uh, Narang, the Toast co-founder and CEO, was replaced. Uh, Chris Capartio, as CEO, under the corporation's leadership just last summer, the, the Toast started charging a fee of $0.99 cents for each online order that totaled more than $10. That seems ridiculously high. Now, granted, apples to oranges in terms of, they're saying online orders, and granted this is food, but a good industry average, Average if you go to like a mom and pop shop, or shoot most grocery stores, most of those transactional fees are usually between 3 and 4% when and you look at companies like Visa. Now granted, that adds up heavily in the aggregate. Those are multi-billion dollar companies and again, it's all about gaining customer, gaining market share and in this case, they're trying to sell this software and this hardware, this technology to business owners as well as large companies so that when they're processing customers' payments, they're using their infrastructure, their technology and each of these companies, once they win a the contract, when they're processing them, they make take a percentage that's how to make a profit. So that. 99 cents per each i mean that's and again no no customer wants to pay for this in terms of the end user so a lot of these companies just bury that cost so you don't see it so an overwhelming majority of the time i think new york just passed a law though so in their area they do have to have a line item on your receipt but usually this cost is just hidden into the price of the food or the price of whatever you're buying so the customer doesn't realize how much these can well help or kneecap companies in terms of their profit margins so unfortunately well, it also looks like they are having a lot more competition. They noted Block, which I forgot what Jack, the little Twitter guy, he re- I think he bought that. He bought, was it Square? He bought a payment processing company, then renamed it to Block, which, eh, I don't know if that's great marketing. They also have Shift4. It's a dollar competitor there that's starting to get some market share. So it'll be interesting to see, again, can they make it? Because... Again, unprecedented economical, political uncertainty in the United States. Are consumers going to decrease their spending? Are they going to increase it? Because again, just a little bit of increase or a little bit of decrease can be detrimental for these types of companies where they're making a fraction of each transaction. So it'll be interesting to see, but as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting business views, you have Ford CEO Jim Farley claiming that their pro business is, in, is that's the future, and to forget about things like Tesla. Now. But be impressed with Jim Farley in general because he is the only CEO of the big three, aka General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler, that's still dedicated to the most one of the most beautiful things in all of history, which is the V8 engine. And they won the Pony War, if you want to get into that debate. I mean, they're the only one around. The Camaro is gonna apparently come back as a two-door EV SUV, and I almost threw up in my mouth saying it out loud. And then Chrysler with their Dodge, it might come back. The Chargers are rumored to be an inline six engine. Which, again, great for BMW. That brand's used that platform for generations and perfected it. For Dodge, I mean, we, when you buy a Charger or a Challenger, you want the V8. You want the Hemi. But now they're going to do an electric version or an inline-six engine, which is abhorrent to say the least. But Jim Farley specifically said they're dedicated to the V8 and offering. He doesn't care what the competition does. They're dedicated to keeping a entry-level sports car, the good old V8, in a stick shift. So, obviously, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a like gearhead myself and... Should be told, I love driving with three pedals. Like every vehicle should have that by default. So perhaps that's why I might be covering this in a little bit more favorable light than others. Now, again, going back to Ford, in terms of the breakdown of the Ford company, they have a couple branches. So they have Ford Blue, which is, that's what you and I know and love. That's the traditional Ford, where you have the F-150 with the internal combustion engine. You have the Ford Mustang. You have the traditional vehicles that are made with internal combustion engines. You also have the Ford E brand, which is or their, their EV division, and that makes their well, I was gonna say they're highly unprofitable for now. Maybe long term it'll be better. Unprofitable things like the Ford F-150 Lightning, which kind of an oxymoron or like a um, yeah kosher kosher uh, pork chop, like it it doesn't make sense. So You have an EV, you have a truck that can't ch- that can't tow. Again, de- battery technology might fix that in the future. We're talking about the here and now with lithium ion, what have you. They also have the Ford Must, ugh, Mustang EMOC, which again, talk about using the name versus something else it shouldn't be. Those are their EV line. That's losing money. They're making, putting more money into it. And then you have the Ford Pro, and then you have Ford Commercial where they make the big giant trucks. They have 350, 455, 550, 750. I don't even know what they're up to because they seem to make so many different levels for larger commercial use. Now they also note that now Ford Pro has made up the automaker's traditional fleet and commercial business, as well as most importantly, what we're saying here, emerging telematics logistics and other connective operations for business customers which again we'll dive deeper in this article but right off the bat that's going to be a big value add because that's a huge new vector for the business you have things like general motors and chrysler and you know they have competitors who they're increasing their investments when it comes to connected technologies but more often than not that is more more for the customer, more for individual end users you could debate fleet contracts being slightly different when you have GM sell a bunch of vehicles to like one client like Hertz or something like that Tesla did the same thing but businesses that's a huge new opportunity for Ford now Ford expects their pro you know it's pre again pre-tax earnings to increase between 8 billion and 9 billion this year which is pretty darn good to say the least before the government steals you know a lot of it I mean tax now Going to some of the additional details, they note that Farley, Jim Farley, again, the CEO of Ford, compared to the unit which roughly doubled pre-tax earnings last year to $7.2 billion, to where Deere & Co. was seven years ago. The farm equipment maker's stock has increased by 235% at 6th then, which is, geez Louise, hindsight's ours. 2020 with investing. That's ridiculous. Now, they also note, let's see here, quote, if you're looking for the future of the automotive industry, stop looking at... FSD and Tesla look at Ford Pro. It's got half a million subscribers with 50% gross margin. Unquote. And that's from Jim Farley himself, which is always kind of funny thing when it comes to profit margins. Most customers don't like hearing that it's too profitable because, profitable because then they think they're overpaying. But for an automotive company to any time have 50% GP. Now again, this isn't on individual vehicles. Makes sense versus traditionally more more profitable than actual hardware materials, just like just like an IT. With laptops, you might make two or 3% points of margin. Like you're not making, you can't even pay your rent selling laptops unless it's a massive volume order to someone like Toyota or something like that. Now, they also note that Ford Pro is made up of the automaker's tel- traditional fleet and commercial businesses, as well as emerging technologies, logistics, and other connective operations for business customers that ranging from local plumbers and electricians to massive corporations, that includes parts and services for the business, which again, that's another huge vector of profit. As long as it's not a recall and you're actually selling parts to either replace things that naturally wear out over time or to upgrade the vehicle, that's another big, I mean, the parts department, that's a big point of profit as well. So it'll be interesting to see. And Tesla, they are so noting that Tesla did not break out their revenue or earnings from its premium driver assisted software marketed as its full driving beta FSD or FSD beta. Many Wall Street analysts have speculated that soft software could bring tens of billions to dollars per year by 2030. Let's see here. Jeez Louise, in terms of subscriptions, this is getting out of hand. Ford said its expected revenue from telematics and other non-traditional subscription services to increase $2,000 per vehicle annually or about $167 per month for Ford Pro in the years ahead. Jeez Louise, that's I, I mean. Not to go too, be too bombastic, but for two grand, you can get a moderately good four vehicle off Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. I it mean, might have some holes in it, but it'll still run a little. And that's just for subscription, which again, the economy is shifting. Every business on the planet wants to be a month to month subscription model. Because again, as long as you lock them in with long term contracts, you can also solidify the business. There's recurring revenue. I mean, that's. I'm almost shocked we don't have toasters as a service these days where you just rent a toaster every month. Well, wait. Oh wait. Pun moderately intended, you do have companies like rent a center that do facilitate renting things like Xboxes and couches, which again, I don't know how morally mentally vacuous, sorry, you would have to be to rent an Xbox, because again, read a book, as I always say. But nevertheless, getting back to Ford, Jim Foley also reiterated that 20% of Ford Pro's overall revenue is expected to come from such services by 2026. A lot of them are talking a lot of the, so yeah, Morgan Stanley, one of their analysts by the name of Adam Jones, calling Ford Pro's companies it's the company's Ferrari because it's gonna be extremely profitable. And it, so, let's see here, a lot of people going into the Ferrari analogy, which again, more traditionally more luxury the product, the more profit margin there is. Now, uh, Jim Farley admitted that the EV adoption is already demanded and they're continuing to make investments in that, but they recognize that's the market shifting dramatically when it comes to EV adoption rates. When asked for additional comment, he also said, quote, we always had a super successful pro business, but there's no focus on it, unquote. I think people are starting to see it unquote from jim farley so again i think it's a brilliant move for ford again that family knows what they're doing fun little business fact although you and i could buy ford stock if we want to feel so inclined again not financial advice however when it comes to the voting shares of how the company is run the family the ford family still has a pretty significant role in the company and it'll be interesting to see again it's one of the few companies well, it's the only the only one of the big three that didn't go bankrupt and taking the government handouts so pretty good track record it'll be interesting to see how much does Ford really overtake the market when, I mean, you have other companies like Tesla where their stock price is hundreds of dollars per share and Ford consistently a lot less. And I think a lot of these companies want to be, everyone wants to be a tech company is a cliche, not as old as time, but as old as the past 36 fiscal months or, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how much Ford continues to invest in that division of the company and how much could potentially bring out the stock. Again, not financial advice, don't, yeah, I was going to say, don't buy stock based on what I say. Maybe by, at most, maybe by a book. Hard to go wrong with a book. But, nevertheless, as I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the culture part of the podcast, i have women shoplifting in Orange County, California, going viral, to say the least. Now, this comes to us thanks to Clown World on X Twitter, and they specifically note, a group of California women shoplifting at the outlets at Orange in Orange, California, sparked concerning concerns. This behavior needs to stop. Enough is enough. Unquote. They did use an exclamation point. And this looks like a high-end luxury clothing and bag store. It certainly is not a grocery store. And th- again, within the first 24 hours, it got 1.1 million views and 9.7 thousand likes. And let's see here. It's ladies, I don't want to say they're low class, but they did not suit up as every man should. Or as was going say, maybe we, should, maybe we need to alter that. Dress up as every woman should. Might have to alter that, might have to add another saying to the to the Rolodex or not the Rolodex but the saying book. Nevertheless they are wearing sweaters with what is that? I believe the youth say uh bling on the on their neck with the necklaces. Let's uh play this for a New York minute here or a California minute. Nevertheless it's only about 27 seconds a little long. So women are all they are just wow the audacity and also shows you the moral decay of California Again, they voted for it. it was, I forget, it was Prop 26. There's a prop where they voted to have $950. If you steal up to that, that's no longer a felony. That's just a misdemeanor. And the way the public system works in terms of public justice is a volume business. They have you. They come to you to negotiate. They have you say, instead of charging you for this, we'll plead down and give you less penalty if you just agree and settle. And so instead of starting at a felony and pleading down to a misdemeanor, now you're starting a misdemeanor and pleading down to basically nothing. And some DAs in California just don't prosecute it. So you have ladies, and I say that because it's astonishing, I guess you shouldn't be surprised. They're not even wearing a mask. So they aren't covering their face at all. And this one lady has one, two, three, four, five, six purses that she's stealing. And this other lady has seven purses and they're waddling out of the store. Oh, they're stealing it. Oh, why did they sucker punch someone in the head? What is this? Oh yeah, so a lady went up to a guy and punched him in the back of the head. You, just, you can't spell a class without ass, I suppose. Is that what they say? Or less. Oh, the person, oh, the coward. They did nothing. Cowards. No one tried to stop them. So how many was that? How many, how many morally vacuous people was that? One? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Five? One, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. And of course, they're also knocking over displays, destroying property, as well as stealing the property. And no one stopped them. Imagine if we had these laws on a national level that is so ridiculous and it is also hilarious when people always say oh yeah they're just stealing to uh feed their family i i've yet to see a viral video of someone stealing bread or work boots or a self-improvement book that i mean maybe someone will do that in my lifetime just like as a troll or like just like to make a joke but i've never seen a video of that going viral or i've never seen any evidence of that they're always stealing luxury items you don't need and just being greedy as all hell and morally mentally vacuous to say the least but again i mean people voted for this they get what they want now perhaps i'm alone with this assessment maybe everyone in the comments will say oh yeah that you or i believe the youth might say you go girl and encourage this behavior these are all women by the way stealing purses and it looks to be luxury expensive leather purses which again you don't need no one needs a purse i mean can't help but think yeah, w- w- there's no real reason to have a purse. It's a luxury item, to say the least. You can always just use a plastic bag if you're in an emergency. Or Again, how much crap do you really need to carry on you? But nevertheless, let's go to the comments and see. What's the general feedback? So, bad sheep, which, uh, I don't want to say F- for marketing, but the picture is, in fact, of the anonymous mask and the American flag background, not, in fact, of a sheep. Now, let me see. This is actually a video of, what is that? Oh, what is that gal's name? She's mentally vacuous, of course. Reminds me of the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. What is it? Uh, AOC, uh, yes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Let's see what she says. Well, There might be pearls of wisdom that come from her mouth. Let's see.
1: And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. And so,
0: ah, my head hurt. I almost got done listening to her. But, nevertheless, app, he said, quote, they're just trying to feed their family and it's laughing emojis. And under the video of AOC, there's a picture of her saying bread and the bread bags are all relabeled Nike, Apple, Gucci. Now, this is also a reference to another viral video where there's a gentleman going to an Apple store and stole no less than 30 iPhones by just ripping them off the store. Again, just rip the security cord, which Epic fail for security too. What kind of product can't, stand a simple you know yank of the cord and yet no one stopped him either he just put it in his uh what do you call it the sweatpants with the big baggy pants and just left the store but let's go to the comments again so i got 700 760 likes dave the smith dave the meme smith a plus marketing he did in fact respond with a meme or at so some call it MMA if you're French, or maybe that's a youth term or pronunciation. And he says, quote, will they ever learn? And is a picture of a gentleman in a car. And it says, quote, they, sold, they closed all the stores. Now it's time to commute 40 miles to shoplift, unquote. They got 772 likes. The Matrix Unraveled said, quote, perpetuating the racial type and then complaining about assumptions, unquote, getting 412 likes. And from the video, let me rewind it really quick. Well, not rewinding more like play it again well I don't know these gals but from the video it appears that they're all African American I don't know where they're actually from or what have you scrolling down again mollusk says quote they all seem to have something in common but I can't quite put my finger on it unquote getting 205 likes sir majesty says quote notice they don't go after work boots unquote as a meme of yogi bear the little beloved cartoon and the text on yogi bear says quote is it them again yogi and then he says it always is is always them unquote uh boo-boo unquote they got 598 likes ryan wasilinski says quote normalizing this behavior is ma- is what making america what it is they should be ashamed of themselves unquote getting 126 likes the rational post says quote I'm so sick of the lack of diversity in these videos. I'm quoting 508 likes. NAPWP. They say, quote, I would never, I never would have imagined that I would live to see the day that this is accepted behavior. I'm quoting 292 likes. Planet of Memes, though, alleged Planet of Memes, they in fact responded with simple text. But this alleged Planet of Memes says, quote, come on, they're just getting food, getting some bread for their starving kids. I'm quoting 271 likes, which, yeah, no. See here? And again, that is an old rudimentary argument as well. That also brings up the debate. Some people bring up, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a justified and to steal. Now, perhaps a too philosophical question to discuss, or a topic to discuss in such a short segment of the show, but a lot of people debate, well, it's okay because they need to fear the family. Well, do two wrongs make a right? Did, and a very concerning saying that one of my old public school's teachers brainwashed a lot of my classmates to believe is, Every day she would brainwash, I mean, teach us the saying, the end justifies the means, unquote. Which, if you look at history books and the concept, that is a quite concerning statement to believe and propagate. When you consider, if you could could apply that to anything, and all of a sudden, you could be the worst, most evil person in history. But if you got the outcome that you wanted, or that... Society says it's good, then it's justified? That that should be pretty concerning to say the least. Scrolling down to do a couple more comments here. Santani, um, India flag emoji says quote, cultural enricher steals about 40 phones and no one interferes. And this was a video of, what is this? So I was in Oakland, California where a gentleman in sweatpants, really expensive, let's see here. I believe those are Nike red shoes, which probably cost more, not cost more than my car, but more than my other shoes for sure. Uh, he's walking around the store and he yeah gets, I was wrong, it wasn't 30, he stole 40 iPhones. And he literally just goes up to display and rips them out, puts them in his pocket. Now, he's also mentally vacuous and moronic. In addition to just being you know evil and stealing, it's a piece of technology. Apple can just turn that off remotely. In fact, they can also track it remotely. So you're basically stealing Garbage, because Apple, if they're smart, they'll just, and they have before, they'll just turn it off. As soon as they know it's stolen, they'll just remote, remote in and destroy it. So then you're left with the, I guess, the value of the precious metals in the phone, which are decreasing year over year as engineers become more and more efficient with utilizing other materials. So, but again, we can't expect too much from someone who's a thief. And certainly, although I guess he, unlike the ladies, he did put a mask on. So at least. he is, I guess, not as dumb as the ladies in the other video, where, again, they had no masks just going to the store and stealing stuff. Let's see. Progressive Californian says, quote, Soros Investment in passing 2024's Prop 47 continues to pay off as he intended. I'm quoting 32 likes. And that is exactly, that is the specific prop I was referring to earlier, in which a, oh yeah, it's no longer a felony if you steal up to $950. It's just, just misdemeanor. Let's see here swampy says quote all shop operators should carry if the police don't do their job it's up to the citizens then it's up to the citizens at this point on question mark they got 74 likes which the concerning thing is many instances have this has happened in, with um a nice way of saying politically charged judges and and uh, district attorneys if you defend yourself in some states depending on your laws they'll actually go after you which is morally vacuous to say the least see here 1791 says quote, if there was an immediate stiff punishment this would stop immediately unquote they got 52 likes and of course he is 110 percent correct the incentive structure is that of which in california where it's all, the, the whole incentive system is made and designed right now to just let you shoplift and we see this time and time again especially in san francisco it's gotten kind of to the point where cbs is locking up toothpaste and candy and makeup Now, uh, interestingly enough they're not locking up work boots or bibles but nevertheless I mean no one's prosecuting them no I mean so there are a lot of people in the comments trying to correlate this to race I think I mean every every race does steal so I don't think I think it's much more about culture and there are a couple more kind of people throwing out statistics let's see here based chef it says quote it's a meme of everyone stealing from a Nike store and destroying the glass and breaking inside and and it says quote use code blm to receive 100 discount at nike i'm getting 78 likes see here so i mean over well, i'm trying to see if there's because again i follow a couple of people who are middle and left because i want to gain as much perspective as possible make the show a little more interesting so i follow a lot of people on x twitter and i recommend to do that as well because again it makes life a little more interesting when there's more diverse of thought and i'm not again i'm not seeing a lot of contrarian statements here. A lot, I'm not seeing anyone in the comments who are sticking up or trying to take the side of the shoplifters in this case. I mean, most of them are mocking them venomously or I would say appropriately. So it will be interesting to see, again, from a cultural perspective, what will it take for things to change in California or I mean, for them to vote differently, maybe for them to vote against that prop or to remove that prop and say, oh yeah, what what if it was a what if it was a felony? What if you went to jail for twenty years if you stole anything over a dollar in value? And they actually prosecuted crimes. Now some might say it's too harsh. Hmm. Debate for another time, perhaps. But you are, I mean, a lot of people would recommend you go all Saudi Arabia out where they actually physically. If you, which is actually a good old reference to the to um a couple of biblical passages. But there are some countries where if you shoplift, they get rid of your ability to shoplift by. Removing your hand. I can't I mean those countries have very low shoplifting rates. That also goes back to our statement earlier. Does the end justify the means? Another debate for another time, perhaps. A lot of people would say there's probably you probably want to be somewhere in the middle. But at least make it so there's a punishment. Because right now there basically isn't. So it'll be interesting to see I mean, what does it take? Let me know in the comments. Like people are moving all over the United States. A lot of people are leaving California specifically for this reason. Let me know, what do you think it will take to actually have a cultural shift where we have more personal capability, we start coming together and start saying it's not okay to steal? I hope that time is soon, but let's just say if I were to look at the Magic 8-Ball, unfortunately, I think the Magic 8-Ball would still say the outlook is not good. Now, going over to the political part, podcast, you have Fannie Willis admitting to financial crime going viral. Granted, I don't think she'll actually get any consequences because 2024 and your political affiliation definitely does matter in that regards. Now, this comes to us thanks to Laura Loomer on X twitter and she said, quote, bombshell admission of campaign finance fraud by Fulton County DA Fannie Willis. She says, Fannie Willis appears to have admitted to campaign finance crime while testifying about why she gave her prosecutor lover Nathan Wade, large payments of cash, which is believed to be Fulton County taxpayer money. This is grounds for termination, and she should actually go to jail for this. Now, thankfully, it's not too long. Only about two minutes, and as a youth might say, it went viral to say the, weak, to say the least. Gained two million views and 43,000 likes. Now, granted, I'm going to play this in a New York Minute here. Let's see. what. Perhaps, perhaps this video will actually maybe she'll bless us with some eloquent speech and justification and maybe it's all a simple misunderstanding Maybe it's not but let's dive in and find out
1: but i always have cash at the house that has been i don't know all my life uh,
0: as a youth might say hold up you're admitting you have always have cash in your house it seems like i wouldn't want people to know that that's also cash so it's worth, not worth a lot of these days but well, I guess, I guess maybe can. I it's Georgia. She'll probably be protected. Her house probably isn't any danger. She's a politician. But yeah, telling people, oh, yeah, I got lots of money at my house. I mean, the safest place for, well, I guess to say, not financial advice, but I would say the safest place for your money is probably a, I would say a small bank and a safety deposit box. Yeah, that's it. But nevertheless, dive back to the video
1: you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house, and I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates, but when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from? If I it had didn't cash come out of the bank? Cash is uh, fungible. I had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. Well, it's been my... So is she talking
0: about money laundering?
1: What? Whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that.
0: What? So you had a big campaign and you said, oh yeah, I'll just take some cash from my place. Have you ever heard that before? Ever?
1: Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have but I'm building back up now so you just put money in it's a very good practice I would advise it to.
0: <laughs> so she's saying a very good practice is to let me get this right a very good practice is to have lots of money at your house that could burn down or be stolen she's saying that's that's a good practice just to keep having hordes of cash at your place I, I mean mentally vacuous yes have you ever heard that advice I don't think a financial advisor or any security expert would say, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Have fiscal assets at your house. Which, again, most houses in the United States, you don't have, most of them don't have robust security systems. They're very easy to defeat.
1: All women. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from? I didn't say I couldn't identify it. No, nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is, when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And and No, I, no, no, no. It's important. You said, where did the money come from? And, and I need to tell you where the money came from. And, and so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been 500 or or $1,000. At my best days, I probably had $15,000 in my house at Cade.
0: What? Who are the? I understand I understand maybe having a hundred bucks or maybe a couple hundred bucks in like the kitchen drawer or something. will presume buy a safe first off. I understand maybe having a couple hundred bucks. $15,000? Holy mackerel. Or Moses, as some might say. $15,000. And again, where's this money coming from?
1: Cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house.
0: Again... (laughs) A big green light for all the thieves out there. She's telling people, oh yeah, there's always cash in my house. What?
1: Well, whenever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid, Mr. Wade, the cash, in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. <laughs> you know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So it could have come from a, a private job because before I was DA, I was in private practice. So I earned money during that time period. That's probably in there. It
0: could have. It's, it's probably in there, which again, using public funds for private activities, such as sleeping around with this guy seems pretty mentally vacuous to say the least. Now granted, given the today's political climate, at most, she might get an angry letter from someone in politics. She might maybe a, I believe they called a slap on the wrist. So maybe she should get an angry letter written to her. I suspect that'll be her only punishment. But let's go to the comments and find out. Maybe everyone is an overwhelming majority supported of her. I mean, probably not. But let's dive and find out. One of the first comments comes from oh, Paul Zazupa. He says, "Quote: Wow, this is bad. Fanny just admitted to breaking the law with how she used campaign funds. She now just found another way to make her case worse. Well done, Fanny." Unquote. Getting two point five thousand likes. And yeah, I don't know how mentally vacuous she is. I mean, when it comes to any time you're on trial or any time you're, again, not legal advice, but the good rule of thumb is speak less, not more. And she's giving them so much additional data and shooting herself. She's shooting herself in the high-heeled, high-heeled foot. Now, not as, per, well, perhaps worse than the way Ron DeSantis shot himself in the high-heeled boot for his political campaign with crashed and burned perhaps one of the worst campaigns in history. Uh, let's go to the comments here. You have Ultra Super Magus says, quote, That's called misuse of campaign funds. She admitted to committing a felony under oath. She's burnt toast, unquote. I got 2.1 thousand likes. Let's see here. Sean of DeFi says, quote, This might become a much larger story than an impeachment hearing. Fanny keeping money from her campaign and kept it. Campaign finance crime, unquote. I got 1.7 thousand likes. Eric Wages says, quote, These people couldn't handle one percent of what they have put Donald Trump through. They are crumbling under the pressure instantly, and it makes me respect Donald Trump and and his composure. His face, or sorry, the man faced lies, slander, and people trying to throw him in prison, and has stood strong. I'm quoting two point nine thousand likes. Live P D Dave says simply lock her up, and then a picture of her with a sheriff logo behind her. They got two point four thousand likes. Salty Texan says, quote, Fannie Willis didn't pay her taxes and misuses campaign uh, funds. ha ha jail, quote, gained 1.7 thousand likes. Let's see here. Christina says, quote, FYSA. I'm sure, that's something in Urban Dictionary I need to look up. FYSA, for your silly agenda? No, FYSA. Let's learn a little bit some today. What does the good old internet say about FYSA? What does that stand for? FYSA mean. For your situational awareness. Interesting. Acronyms are cool. They make you sound smart. So she says, FYSA. A. It's not commonly referred to as a date when you're a par- when you are paying a married man to have sex with you. B, all women should have cash in their house at all times. Question mark. C, that cash may not be at her house if she is laying her head somewhere else, unquote. They got 433 likes and yeah, I was going to say, the gentleman was also married at the time, which also shows you how morally vacuous she is as well, in addition to the lack of morals and all her activities. Daniel simply says, lock her up, getting 1,000 likes, and has a picture of Trump dancing in the background as she's saying stuff in court. Let's see, Art Candy says, quote, that was her own money that she... Sorry, let me repeat that. Again, I'm not a speaking professional by any means, However, I have a theory. When I first started the show, there was no subscribers. Maybe two. And I my speech was terrible. I spoke too fast. I was stumbling over my words, mispronouncing a lot of things. And as the subscriber count has increased, my speaking has improved. Some might argue it's just a mock of improvement since there's still a lot of errors. But a mock of improvement is still an improvement, to say the least. I have a theory that the more subscribers I get, the more that assists with my lack of speaking skills. So if you can click that button, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So I will attempt to read that again. Again, from Art Candy. Says, quote, that was her own money that she paid for her first campaign. Nice try. Unquote. Getting 799 likes. see here. Debbie Brownlee says, quote, she's so full of herself she thinks she is above any law. I hope she's taken down and sent packing. Unquote. Getting 459 likes. First words say, quote, at this rate every word out of her mouth is another year she'll serve. Keep asking her questions. Unquote. Getting 940 likes. Which Again, I, I'm actually shocked how... I mean, maybe she just knows she'll never really face any consequences in this day and age. And that's why she's, you know, not worried about it. Deep State says, quote, can't keep all the lies straight. She just screwed herself up, quote, gains 473 likes. Finally, a contrarian statement. We had to scroll through a couple of few of them to actually find someone who's disagreeing with this or offering some other information. This comes from Ren. Now, Ren says, quote, you know who is going to challenge you on that? Representative Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She did the same thing, only she spent, spent it on a fence. What? So it says here, Marjorie Taylor Greene, again, this seems to be an excerpt, but it doesn't tell me the actual news article or source that it's from, but it's just text. So the text says, quote, Marjorie Taylor Greene spent $65,000 in campaign funds on her home fence. The fence cost $10,000 more than the median household, household income for the district, unquote, getting 176 likes. Now, this is the first time I'm hearing that. Let's see here, interesting. Hmm. Trying to see if there's any that is contrary again. Let me know in the comments. Have you heard that before? That would be concerning to say the least. Well, more of the backwards to say the least. Now, Frank says, quote, People like her are why we trust our why the trust in our system is eroding. She belongs in a cell, not office. Absolute disgrace. I'm quoting 830 likes. Let's see. Domica de Ilia says, quote, Fanny Willis is a complete mess, trying to filibuster every question, looks like a complete idiot and a liar, unquote. Getting 662 likes. Donald J. Trump parody count says, quote, Democrats are beyond dumb, unquote. Getting 398 likes, which, again, foolish to say that, considering whatever you're, whatever you're doing, whether it be a sports balls event, business, never underestimate your, your opponent. That's when you lose. So, I certainly th- are... Some dumb people that are Republican and Democrat, but I wouldn't say all. Let me see here. Scrolling down a couple bit more. Doreen Victoria says, quote, all charges against Trump should be dropped, according 46 likes. Paul E. C. says, quote, as they say about Trump, no one is above law. It's time for Miss Willis to pay the piper, unquoting 28 likes. So, a couple, let's see here, a couple contrarian statements, but. Liz Burgess also says she paid, she said as much as $90,000. Oh, wait, one, two, three. Yeah, she said as much as $9,000, but has not paid property taxes either. I'm quoting 18 likes. So it'll be interesting to see if she ever does ever actually face any consequences, or again, she just gets a nice little angry letter sent to her. So, I mean, does this shift people's perception of her? Does it gonna shift, I mean, The whole, again, she's prosecuting Donald Trump. Is this going to be a contributing factor? It'll be interesting to see, but as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting political news, you have Tucker Carlson critiquing Lindsey Graham for pushing the Ukraine bill. Now, Tucker Carlson on ex-Twitter specifically said, quote, Lindsey Graham's latest scheme is convincing Republicans that it's somehow better to loan Zelensky 60 billion rather than give it to him. Some are falling for this, but it's fraudulent. Ukraine will never repay the debt and will never make them it's just a more dishonest way to send more unaccounted more unaccounted for weapons to the region delay the inevitable peace deal and kill the more forcible conscripted Ukrainians, some of whom are nearly Lindsey Graham's age is it'd be better if to take it'd be easier to take if he'd join them on the battlefield unquote they got 5.2 million views and 86 thousand likes which <clears throat> I can't help but think. As youth might say, he's on point with that assessment because, again, it is so common for the government to give out loans only to, quote unquote, forgive the loans, which is a very nice way of saying they're off the hook. I mean, this is the whole controversy on the student loan repayment or the quote unquote student loan forgiveness. They're letting the individuals off the hook for advocating for the responsibility to pay back the loan, but the taxpayers have to pay that. And realistically, also China does because we're taking loans out from China and they're loaning us more and more money. But, yeah, because the odds that this would be forgiven if it was a loan, I don't want to say it's 100%. But it's probably 99.9999999927% that we would just give it a couple fiscal quarters so the American public forget. And it would just be a single line item on a news article one day. Like, oh, yeah, we just forgave that loan. But let's jump to the comments. Maybe everyone is angry at Tucker. They go, no, no, we need to loan ukraine this much money even though we've given them about 200 billion dollars and now they just want a loan yeah but let's dive in dive in and find out paul zazupa says quote lindsey graham is the epitome of a war monger he cares nothing for lives and only for money he doesn't care about who gets lost in the process if we're going to fix the republican party lindsey graham needs to resign and be replaced by someone who's america first and promotes peace over war Unquote. am 3.8 thousand likes right angle news network which I mean, A plus for marketing. Their logo is quite literally, in fact, a picture of the ge- uh, the good old geometry textbook we used to use growing up, where it's a right angle. So, A plus for marketing. The logo is awesome. And they say, quote, Does everyone use? Does everyone else find it ironic how our government went from telling us that Russia was one of the weakest militaries in the world and that Ukraine was going to do a great job against them to, oh my God, Russia has a special nuclear weapons. Our government is, our government is lying to us and our media is lying to us. We can only trust citizen journalism, citizen journalism. Journalists, sorry. Follow me if you agree I'm getting 2.7 thousand likes. Which, yeah, that is hilarious that, again, you have to be pre mentally vacuous to believe the U.S. government when they said this when the first conflict br- broke out between Ukraine and Russia. Like, yeah, go, I mean, Russia's weak. Well, Those have in a weak. Mm-hmm. Nope. And yeah, in terms of the, I don't know what the Las Vegas odds are for the new, for the Russia and <clears throat> the Ukraine conflict, but it's actually I would actually debate that While Russia is still still the underdog, because again, every country on the planet is sending money as well as physical uh, accoutrements. You got weapons physically, as well as you also have medical aid. Every country on the planet seems to be, nearly every country is supporting Ukraine. Yet Russia is still not backing off or losing land, depending on what you define until military terms, what vernacular you choose. Now, going back to a couple more comments. You have, uh, let's see. Dave Benner, nemesis of Nikon, saying, quote, Ukraine is the Afghanistan. The regime doesn't want a successful war. It wants an endless war, unquote. Getting 3.9 thousand likes. Let's see here. Sandy says, quote, The biggest sponge of the economy. And it's a ShamWow guy, but he replaced the ShamWow magical material with the Ukraine flag, and it says, ScamWow now absorbs twice the taxes, unquote. And they got 350 likes. And, yeah, it's astonishing how much money that they have gotten. And it's not, I mean... None of it's being you know checked for or accounted for. There's not no scrutiny or third party audit making sure the money is used appropriately or doesn't just walk away or disappear. But I digress. You got <clears throat> Matthew J. Show saying Lizzie Graham is the most compromised politician in history, getting three hundred and ninety-seven likes. Let's see here. Let's see a couple of advertisements. Which I was gonna say, I thought I had the magical I got the blue check mark. The maybe it's just not considered the basic X Twitter. like you may have to Upgrade to the W-Y Banana Falcon or whatever package is for the one where you actually don't see ads. Matt Kim simply says send Lindsey Graham to the front line, getting 617 likes. Let's see. Miley, or Miley, says, quote, Lindsey Graham is an idiot. Why does anyone in the Republican GOP or MAGA claim him? Getting 499 likes. David Talpey said, actually tweeted a picture. He said, enough said. And then the picture is, in fact, of F-Ukraine with the f being spelled out in the flags of the Russian or colors of the Russian flag, and the Ukraine text being colored in the Ukrainian flag colors. I got one point one thousand likes. Let's see there are many comments. Last one we'll do is Mike Sasparilla said, "Quote the man adores war and cooking." Six hundred twenty-three likes. So it is fascinating from a cultural perspective as well and political. There's a lot again, it's anecdotal. Just looking at social media, it's not like a nationwide survey, but there seems to be less and less people supporting Ukraine. Now that being said, there's still I don't know some of my people want to say this is concerning, but there's some neighborhoods in the United States where so there's more Ukrainian flags than the United States flags. which so guess shows a priority in their allegiance. But it'll be interesting to see, is there enough shift in the U.S. public support when it comes to Ukrainian conflict? Or does it ever decrease to the point where D.C. actually stops giving them seemingly unlimited amounts of resources, both monetary fiscal speaking, giving them cash, as well as, you know, hardware and physical stuff? It'll be interesting to see, but <clears throat> as I usually always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Lyft's $2 billion typo, perhaps the most expensive typo in history. Now, this comes to us thanks to Inc.com. They note that Lyft's CEO gave a humble six-word response to the $2 billion mistake, and they note that he said there's plenty of game to go around, but the CEO, David Reicher, did the right thing. He took ownership. So, he literally just said, first of all, it's all on me, unquote, which... Again, it seems to be accountability is an extremely rare word these days. I would not be surprised if public schools don't actually teach the definition of the word. Well, it's also quite concerning public schools in general. But nevertheless, it is becoming a more and more rare word to see. Now, it looks like that was his response when he had an interview with Bloomberg when they were asking about what are they calling the $2 billion typo. Lyft was forced to issue a major correction to a press release announcing that the 2024 earnings margin outlook was expected to expand by 500 base points Instead of the accurate fifty base points, which, yeah, that is a huge, huge, huge typo. That they note that the extra zero led to a huge jump in the share price in after-hours trading, briefly, while briefly creating a two billion dollar market cap for Lyft. Which begs the question: What does it drop back down to? I was going to say Lyft is probably best known for being, not Uber. It's one of those things where. Uber has the vast majority of their of the stock market or of the market share in terms of the whole ride experience where you trust a stranger to drive you around somewhere and Lyft while still big is still far behind good old Uber. Now it looks like went down about 5% after those news, market cap 7.1 let's see here LYFT 7.11 really LYFT out. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Rental Lyft, L-I-F-T. Yeah, it's not good to have that big of a stock bump. $2 billion bubble. Jeez Louise. How, I don't know how, can't imagine how irate the investors are when they saw that news, they bought the stock and it turned out, oh yeah, it's not that profitable. So subsequently, of course, a lot of them sold it as soon as they realized it was an issue. Now, CEO said, quote, We go through hours and hours of checking and double checking before something like this goes public. It's an unacceptable error. Again, it's ultimately on me. On the CEO, the buck stops with me. Let's see here. So I can't I was gonna say I don't know how I don't know how good the CFO is feeling as well, because that's like really one of the biggest financial issues or mistakes I've seen in years. Let's see here. So caused a lot of people lose a lot of money on the stock market gambling. And I mean, it's smartly investing and, but interestingly enough, from a PR perspective, a lot of the feedback is actually giving them accolades and kudos as some might say for handling the situation relatively well, but don't get me wrong. Such a simple error. Just one little number made billions of dollars in difference. To not have a couple extra shoot just have an extra intern in the office to review documents before you publish anything if you don't want to pay someone to do that full time but yeah having a typo that caused a two billion dollar bubble and mistake i mean it has to be the most expensive typo and that is without a doubt the business blunder of the day thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in again we're trying to get to four thousand subscribers by the end of february so if you click that button greatly appreciate it also sharing the video leaving a comment or up up thumb or thumb down is a great way to give me some Additional feedback, letting me know how I can make the show better and better. Lastly, don't forget to take the time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe and fight the good fight.